Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Joe Vore Podcast, JV Podcast Network. 16 Sundays in hell, week 12. The Browns 27-25 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. And somehow, some way, the Cleveland Browns, yes, the Cleveland Browns are 8-3. and three. They secured their first non-losing season in 12 years, and they are on their way. They are marching towards the ultimate goal, and that's making the playoffs. It'd be the first time in 17 years, but we can't get a hold of ourselves. Still five huge or five huge games left. Yes, five huge games. The Browns eight and three. We've played eleven. We got five weeks left, five games left for the Browns. So let's go over my picks real quick before we get into this recap. As always, my picks presented by Chicken Shit, the social distance. Oh well, kind of the social drinking card game that you play with strangers when the Browns lose. You go out, you take it out, you make fun of some strangers playing this game. And the Browns win, you go out, you have fun with strangers. You're making fun of them, whatever. Maybe they're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, you make fun of them, you have a good time. Either way, win or lose, you go out and you play chicken shit. Let's get into these picks, as always. Baltimore, hit on Baltimore, hit on Kentucky, hit on the football team. Our words, missed on Dallas, hit on Indy, hit on Pittsburgh, hit on Northern Kentucky again. Missed. Here's where I went on a cold streak, missed on Vegas, Houston, Philly, Back on track this week, as I mentioned, Browns 8-3. and three. Your boy is 7-4. and four. Not too bad. I was looking really, really good there. Went on that cold streak, so I'm 7-4 and four on the year. So, I was terrified of this game. Minshew down. Lutton, Luton, whatever his name, not playing. They go with Glenn on. Glenn on. Love you, man. John Gruden. Um, first time starting since 2017. His, first, his touchdown that he threw today was his first touchdown since like 2018 or 19. This was a perfect trap game. Jacksonville had one win coming into this week. Luckily, they still only have one win. And the Browns, they really needed this game because down the stretch, as we've mentioned, if you know the schedule, the Browns still have Tennessee, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh left. All three of those are probably losses. The Browns, if they want to make a play in the make the playoffs, even with that extra wild card and a very competitive AFC North and almost an almost more competitive AFC conference as a whole, the Browns have to win 10 games. And that means they can't lose to Jacksonville because Jacksonville sucks. And Baltimore, Tennessee, and Pittsburgh don't. And they're not going to win those games. So the Browns absolutely had to win today. So I was terrified of that. Had to win. Mike Glennon playing away from Cleveland for the first time in a while. Playing away from that horrible, horrible weather that's been in Cleveland. I'm like, this is... I mean, it was setting up to just be a horrible, horrible afternoon for the Browns. And it almost was. So let's get into this game. Also, shout out Coach Cali. Because the tight ends coach, um, his wife had a kid, he was back for that. Coach Callie took over coaching the tight ends today. Hats off. Shout out Coach Callie. Big time today. Making history um, for women in the NFL, which is awesome. Um, hopefully she can keep teach Harrison Bryant to hang on to the ball because he's got a bit of a fumbling problem, but we'll get into that. So after trading three and outs to start the game, Jacksonville goes and gets three. It's 3-0 Jags early then. The Browns, they get a really nice kickoff return, get some really good field position, quick pass to Landry, screen pass to Chubb, um, puts Cleveland in the red zone. Now Baker finds Jarvis Landry for his first, can you believe it? Jarvis Landry had his first touchdown of the year, first receiving touchdown of the year. Remember he had that pass against Dallas, first receiving touchdown of the year for Jarvis Landry. It's seven to three Cleveland. Now quarter number two, Jacksonville answers with three. It's seven to six. The Browns, they have a great drive going. Now Baker... Baker shits the bed here. He shits the bed. This was really, really bad. 
Last week, Kevin Stefanski drew up two touchdowns. Baker luckily got pass interference on the underthrow to Bryant and then totally threw the ball into the 10th row when he had Hooper in the back of the end zone last week against Philly. Again, poor footwork. I mean, perfect executed screen or a rub route there. Higgins is wide open. This is a five-yard pass. Slant, wide open, no one within 10 yards of him. Just totally misses him. Baker shits the bed here. I, you know, I hate going back and forth when he makes contested throws that are really, really good. But when he gets out, roll, when guys are open and he's rolling to the right or guys are just open in general, Baker can't put it on him. He just really can't. And he showed that today. Beautiful weather down in Florida. No excuses. He just flat out couldn't do it. We need more consistency um, from Baker. So, you know, Completely misses it. Um, he missed Landry on the next play on an out. You know, would Landry have scored? You know, there was, you know, somewhat tight coverage there. But it definitely, if Baker makes a good throw and Landry's a really good player, he's a playmaker, gives him the chance to even just catch the ball, I bet Landry gets in there for a second touchdown. So Baker makes, misses two touchdowns back-to-back here. Um, I mean, in the last two weeks, Baker's missed three touchdowns. Three wide-open touchdowns, probably four touchdowns if you count the Landry one this week. Um so not good. So, you know, our no good, pale, kind of fat, dad bod, cheesecake, old-fashioned, getting in his Range Rover, cheesecake, adulterer of a quarterback, Baker Mayfield. But the Browns are 8-3, so, I mean, it's 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 hard to complain. Anyways, it's 10-6, to six, um, and now here comes Jacksonville. So Jacksonville comes out, of course, they answer with a touchdown. Um, you know, you would have never known they were 1-9. You would have never known Mike Glennon hasn't played in forever, hasn't started a game in forever, making nice throws, finds a touchdown, 46 yards. It's 13 to 10, Jacksonville. So Baker and Brown and the Browns, they answer with six here. They do a nice job going down the field. They get a touchdown. Um, uh, miss another wide open guy on second and six here. Luckily on third and six, he makes an incredible throw um, to convert it. And then he finds Hooper in the end zone again, open, but still more tightly covered than Higgins, certainly. Finds the end zone, 17 to 13, Cleveland. So Jacksonville, field goal attempt to end the half. They miss it, 17-13 at the half. Browns get the ball to start the second half. Now, here's where the Browns need to come out, put this game away, create some separation, right? First play, looks really good. Baker rolling out right. Harrison Bryant open, accurate pass, right in the chest, complete. Harrison Bryant fumbles. Very, very bad fumble. He did this a few weeks ago against Oakland. Really changed the momentum. A lot of bad things went happened in that Oakland game, but that that was huge, and this was almost huge. We're lucky the Jaguars are terrible and have won and are one in ten. That's that's what it comes down to. The Browns got very lucky um, today. So now quarter three, like I said, huge drive to start Harrison Bryant with that fumble. Of course, Jacksonville gets a touchdown, nineteen to seventeen. Now the Browns. I believe offside here, so it moved the ball up a little bit. Jacksonville elected, hey, we're gonna get a yard, we're gonna get a yard closer here. Let's go for two. This was big. This was big. I get it. You have one win. You're gonna go for it. Try to get those extra points there. Probably not the best decision. I know hindsight is 20-20, but they go for it. Don't get it. It's 19 to 17. Jacksonville. Now Cleveland answers with a field goal. Um like I said, Cleveland, excuse me, Cleveland answers with a field goal. It's 20 to 19, Cleveland, because of that missed two-point conversion by Jacksonville. It's not 20 to 20, it's 20 to 19, Cleveland. So 
Now it's time for the defense to make a play here. Turnover, get a sack, three and out, whatever it is, get the ball back. Um, time for Cleveland to create some separation here. Um, no three and out, but the Browns do force a punt. They get the ball back. Now it's time for the offense to go out and do their job. 13-yard run by Nick Chubb. 29-yard run by Nick Chubb. Landry, 14-yard reception. 27-yard run by Kareem Hunt. Now to end the first, the, and then the Browns get a few more yards to end the third quarter. They get a neutral zone infraction, first and goal to start the fourth quarter. Nick Chubb run. Harrison Bryant, drop touchdown pass. You got to finish the play. You got to make a football move. You got to finish the play. Um, nice play by the by the defense of Jacksonville. He stayed with it, was able to knock the ball out, but Harrison Bryant's going to come up with that one. Actually a good throw by Baker there. Um, luckily, Third and goal, little option play, gets Nick Chubb to the edge. Touchdown Cleveland, eight plays, 90 yards, just under four minutes because of those big plays. 27 to 19 Cleveland. Now, Browns defense, they force a punt. They're pinned inside the five. It's time for the Browns here to move the chains at least once, run some clock, protect the ball here, get some good position to be able to punt the ball so Jacksonville isn't starting right around their 50 or north of the 50 in Browns territory. The Browns do a really nice job here. They... Landry continues to dominate. They get all the way down the field, third and inches. Hunt, wide open. Baker's rolling out. The, the, the linebacker has to make a decision here. Do I stay with Kareem Hunt or do I move up on Baker to take him away? Because if not, Baker would have ran for the first down easily. He's in no man's land. He comes up. Kareem Hunt, wide open. Baker throws it behind him, shits the bed again. I mean, just was not even close on this throw. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. So now it's fourth and inches. Do the Browns get it? Of course not. Of course they don't. Of course not. So now Jacksonville takes over. Down eight. It's fourth and ten. What looked like to be an incredible, I mean, this looked like a bullshit call. It looked like a bullshit call. Olivier Vernon gets a sack. We think the game's over, but I hate it, but it's the rule. His arms were down. He did lead with his head. A lot of people were yelling, you know, were coming with their pitchforks to protest this one. It's just too close to call. Just wrap the guy up. Mike Glennon's not going anywhere. He's not Cam Newton. He's not difficult to take down. Just wrap him up. Hit him with your shoulder. Take him down for the sack. No big deal. End the game. That's not what happened. And of course, Jaguars take advantage. They go in for six. They need a two-point conversion because remember... On that penalty was actually a penalty that worked in favor of the Browns here because that sparked Doug Marone to be like, oh, we're, we're a yard close, so let's go for it. Let's see what we can do here. We have one win. Let's just roll the dice. Who cares? Actually came back because we would have had overtime here because all they would have had to have done would have been a one-point game, just needing an extra point to tie it, would have nailed it. We would have been playing overtime today. But no, that's not the case. They went for two, failed, have to go for two again. How about Andrew Sandejo? Have yourself a day. Had a, about three or four really, really nice, um, uh, you know, he was in on some pass defense, made the play here, intercepted but out of bounds. So, you know, either way, no big deal um, that, you know, uh, Jacksonville did not get the two-point conversion. So that was huge. Zendejo on the coverage, like I said, 27-25 Cleveland. Now it's Nick Chubb time right before the two-minute warning. Jacksonville still has all three timeouts. Nick Chubb, 13-yard 13, 13 run. Now we're at the two-minute warning. Chubb goes for four yards. Timeout, 155 to go. Baker scrambles for five yards. Stayed in bounds, 143 to go. And then Nick Chubb, 
first down run, but J.C. Treader with a holding penalty. Two big holding penalties on J.C. Treader today. Uncharacteristic of him. Uncharacteristic of that old line. Um, not great. So now it's third and 12. Little halfback screen to Nick Chubb. The Browns did this a few times today with Nick Chubb. Usually that's a Kareem Hunt situation, but the Browns a little less predictable with Nick Chubb out there running some screens. They go to Nick Chubb on third down. Really, really nice block by Batonio. Nick Chubb makes one guy miss, falls forward for that first down, puts the game away. Baker kneels it out, and Cleveland, by the way of running the ball, bad weather, favorable schedule, a very favorable schedule, and one epic Baker Mayfield game, that five-touchdown game against Northern Kentucky, almost said Cincinnati, excuse me, Northern Kentucky. By way of those things, the Browns are 8-3, and three. Right up there in the wild card. If the playoffs started today, the Browns would be in. They've ended their 12-year streak of a losing season. The Browns will at least be 500 this year. And they're 8-3. And, and the real playoff run starts now because, let me check my handy-dandy schedule here, at Tennessee next week. They hammered Indianapolis today. Now, the Browns beat Indianapolis, but they hammered Indianapolis today. The Browns really need to get their defensive guys back. I don't think Denzel Ward's going to be back. Miles Garrett, fingers crossed, will be back. Um, and then they got Baltimore. They go at Tennessee, Baltimore. Probably two losses. And then that's why today was so big. That's why all the favorable games against these bad teams, the Browns needed to win. And so far, they've done it. So far, they have done it. And they got New York, New York. They got the Jets, or excuse me, the Giants, then the Jets. Those have to be two wins. And they wrap up against Pittsburgh. Maybe they get lucky with Pittsburgh resting some guys if Pittsburgh continues to win. But the Browns, you know, their basement has to be 10 wins. Maybe they upset Baltimore, Tennessee, whoever, situations, COVID. Maybe they get lucky and they win 11 games. But the Browns, according to their schedule, not only who they're playing, but what they need to do if they want to make the playoffs, they have to win 10 games. They got eight right now with five to go. Go two and three, you probably get in. That's what the Browns need to do. So it's time to find out what Baker's made of. It's time to figure out what this team is made of because the real playoff run starts now because against teams that are good, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, the Browns have looked like they don't even belong on the same field as them. And that's been the reality of this year so far for the Browns. So the real playoff run, we're going to figure out what they're made of. We're going to figure out what Baker's made of. It starts now going forward with Tennessee next week. Browns 8-3. 16 Sundays in Hell, Week 12. I will talk to you guys next Sunday.